welcome to the X Playbox Station, episode 32. I'm your host, Jordan Alvarez. And to my left, I have Dane the Obsessor Helbert. That doesn't rhyme at all. It doesn't need to. Holy shit, we can see your face. He's not like blindingly white. Is that your ring light? Yeah. <laughs> Got it back. Do some makeup and, tutorials for and, us tonight, and, too. And then I have my man who keeps developing too many children, Pierce Gray. That's it? That's all I get? I don't get we don't get cool rhymes this week? I didn't give you a cool rhyme last week. You I made a joke. I made a joke you should have got out of this uh uh abort you should have been an abortion you're like you made that joke the week before and i was like no i said you should have this a suck to me last week what the hell rhymes with pierce pierce fierce pierce yeah that doesn't really pierce. Though. Yeah, pierce. Pierce. that's good anyways this is a video game podcast that we review the game industry news and we give you our hot takes on each of the subjects and we have no one to answer to so to get it caught kicked off because i'm not rhyming well enough for you guys to get it cocked off. What are you playing outside of our main topic? I uh, played oh. some Overwatch with you last night. Oh, in your outside room. the main topic. Uh... Oh, nothing. <laughs> uh... That's all Bay knows is the main topic. Well, I mean, I don't uh... want you to spend 20 minutes talking about it now and talking about it again. Um, I'm playing that game that everyone else is playing. And that only that. I'm not and sleeping. I'm not eating. I'm just playing that game. Are you banging your cat at all still? Still. <laughs> like I ever stopped. God, fucking rookie. Jordan, I, what are you playing? Yeah, what are you playing this week? What am I playing? Honestly, I've been too busy. I'm getting ready. Volleyball? To getting, I was running two volleyball tournaments. I'm getting ready for a trip. I'm trying to go on dates and hang out with friends and all sorts of Have crazy shit. Have a life, shit. Dane. Yeah. You're trying to have a life outside of the main topic. Where are you going on your trip, Jordan? Um, I'm going to visit Char- Charlie Kelly's dad. <laughs> You're going to go throw he yourself off a cliff? He stole that joke from me. I made that joke last night. Well, God, shit, was, this guy's like fucking Michael Scott now, over so here. That's mind. my joke. Fucking, Don't take my joke. That's my joke. That's my joke. No, we're playing Overwatch with his friends, and like he said, like some, he was talking about like going to. Ireland and one of his buddies was like, why are you going to Ireland for? I was like, so he could throw his dad off the cliff. Yeah, I will throw my dad off a cliff. Um, uh, that's actually a true story. Are you going to take, is your dad cremated or are you just going to dig him he's up? Cre- and then, he's like, cremated. I, I, I actually <laughs> just take him on, I, his ashes? I actually take him on all my trips and I spread his ashes a little bit on each trip. <laughs> like Dude. like LeBron James. Just... <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I do it. I've given I've given helpful advice to people because there's a lot of places where they like really frown on spreading ashes. I'm like, dude, what I've been doing for the last like eight years, putting, it in, putting in your female's food. I put a tiny, I put a, I put a tiny <laughs> bit in each side of a contact case, and I just carry a contact case <laughs> in my pocket, and I'll unscrew the contact case, dip, dip it off my side, and no one fucking ever like they don't know what the hell you're why does he have a contact case out too specific to not be real yeah yeah (laughs) george is definitely committed like biological warfare across the world (laughs) a little bit everywhere um Uh, name a continent been there done that my dad's been there denver a couple years ago we watched someone throw their like parents grandparents ashes right into the wind and it blew right back in their face oh god it's it's really weird best when people make a big scene out of it 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 makes everyone feel awkward 
Yeah, I don't want to well, like. I just thought who thought I was going to like to pour. They were literally setting off like the edge of a cliff. They just threw a Tupperware container full of into the wind. And, you sound like you're screaming <laughs> down a hallway. <laughs> <laughs> so Pierce, I'm gonna let you have this one because I'm curious, and it better not have anything to do with your life because I don't care about it. I know. What pissed you off this week? Uh, fucking the main topic, just as a whole. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll, save, we'll save that one for a little bundle, guys. Um, our yeah. topics this week, our main topic will be Elder Ring. We've all played Elden. it. We've all um, Elder seen Scrolls. it. We've all Elder read about it. Elden Ring. Elden, Elden, E-L-D-E-N. I, I said it right the second time. You said Elder. Goblin. No, I said Elden. I goblin very specifically said Elden. Kind of I'll, I'll send you a recording over and over and over to you later tonight <laughs> of it me saying it 500 times the second time you'd be like oh you're right you did say it right <laughs> I just want to know I just want to know how many more times he's gonna fuck it up at least I, 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 I fucked it's it up kind of one second time I said it correctly and who the 50%. fuck is anyway <laughs> <Who cares? laughs> well let me focus on giving the topics out main topics Elden Ring um then we're going to talk a little bit about performance issues with it um we're going to talk about uh two surprise topics just for fun just so i can get your guys' hot takes we're going to talk about activision is being sued over the sale to microsoft gran turismo 7 and twitch is back on xbox Okay. Okay, um our main topic Elden Ring. Um so one of us has been making it a full-time job. It's been out for about 4 days and they've put their 40 hours in already this week. So we'll him kick off with it. Dane, tell us your thoughts on Elden Ring. And then I'll then Pierce will tell you why you're wrong. I've surprisingly only rage quit once. <laughs> you do um, like raging quitting, so that is surprising. Yeah, well, the yeah. Uh, Pierce and I were partied up during the rage quit. I was I was pretty upset. Um, for a game, it's one of those games that like pisses you off to no end, but you also know that you can beat it if you just focus and you know learn the enemy's patterns. And then it feels so good to beat the enemy that's been killing you the last like thirty times in a row. Like that's so satisfying. And I think that's because I I'm like petty and I love revenge. It <laughs> fits that perfectly. Because every enemy in the game pretty much killed me at least one time. So I have something against all of them. Even like the little like thralls that just like run away from you and cower? When you kill the leaders, the demi-humans will. But yeah, I've lost it. Because you know, I've just not been paying attention or I'm too confident because I've won the last three or four encounters. And then as soon as you lose your discipline, the game makes you pay for it. <laughs> well, it feels like the, the modern interpretation of an old game, you know, like Games were like, if you got hit once or twice, your character was dead. Like, you know, Contra, like Lion King, those old hard-as-fuck games from like Super Nintendo era. It's like the modern interpretation of that. You learn the game and you need to play through perfectly almost and beat it. Which is why we told Stucky to not buy it today. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's not a hardcore gamer. He's like, dude, you will, you will not beat the first level. I don't think he'd even make it out of like... I, I don't even think he'd make it out of like character creation, if I'm being quite honest. Okay, yeah, and he's just, better, just he's better than that. Just for a complete background, we have a friend that's very terrible at gaming. He plays like someone who's never touched a video game before his life, which he has touched video he games has. in his life. So he's been playing video games for over ten years at this point, on and off. 
anyway yeah he just took a hiatus he got really excited that george to hear george rr R. martin had a part in making a video game and he's loving the way it looks and i told him hey this game isn't very forgiving it has no difficult settings um you'll just be wasting your money if you buy it because you will just die over and over and over and you'll make zero progress in the game and there's no real actual cinematic story it's more of a general environmental story yeah so you're not going to get what you're thinking you're going to get out of a george rr R. martin written yeah. material yeah i mean there's the slim chance that this is the game that turned him into a gamer man <laughs> no but I, I i took the 98 percent chance that it wasn't going to be no there's but... zero chance i like there's a there's a large shot i love like kind of boss battle games um like i, I love cuphead i've loved like guacamelee where it's mainly you just traverse through the maps and you just do huge boss battles and you learn the moves here and there i love those kind of games so like i'm trying to give this one a chance and there's a good shot that i'm going to get frustrated and it's gonna take enough time that i'm like eh, it's not worth the time because i'd have to come back and relearn how to play the game every time yeah that's true yeah it's pretty unforgiving um also, Pierce, you're going to love to hear this. I found a spot later in the map because I was just running around trying to unlock as much of the map as possible. It's massive, by the way. Like the map oh, is yeah. So oh, much bigger than you stupid. Think. I found a spot that has two tree sentinels guarding a door. Really? Yeah, and there's not a lot of space to run around in that. I just was like, I just noped the fuck out of there. <laughs> just yeah. one look at them. I was like, you got to be fucking. I saw two giant health bars at the bottom of my screen. And I was like, <laughs> nope. Nope, okay, peace it. out. I'll check this out later. Like, after you beat the first one, they should just go to, like, a regular enemy, I feel like, where they just have the health bar over their name, or, like, above them. Mm-hmm. Which I have actually seen that happen. There was a, a boss enemy that I encountered in the overworld later on that just had, like, a thing above his head. Like a regular health bar? Mm-hmm. It was still beyond to beat, but I thought it was interesting. No, yeah, I was telling Jordan how I beat the tree sentinel and just fucking ran circles around him. I was telling him how I was trying to cheese the tree sentinel at like level 10 by <laughs> just having him run into the door him swing i come out roll out swing hit him roll back in let him come back and try to hit me through the door when you first yeah, come out of the underground like, area when you're on horseback there's some places if you're patient enough you can just you know run by swing once make a big loop come back oh just, yeah but it's not as satisfying but there's some enemies like especially early on that was my only option because they were just beating the hell out of me so that was a fun spiel. Pierce, what are your thoughts on the game? I fucking, it's so love-hate. Like, I play it and I just sit here and go, why Why am I playing this? I don't even <laughs> like this game. <laughs> well, I've said like, that I, multiple times. Dude, like, I, just I, say, like, I don't I, even like this. Like, it's just like, I get my shit just fucking bent over sideways and just get fucking pummeled. And I'm like, this isn't even fun. Like, how is this entertaining? But I keep going back to it. It's such a toxic relationship. Do you go back to it because you feel the pressure because it's so acclaimed? Or what's making you go back to it? Because I, what's making me, it's, it's fun. Don't get me wrong. It's fun. And I like the challenge. So like the challenge brings me back trying to be better than what I was, you know, 10 minutes ago playing. Um, there's certain points that I've gotten to where I'm like, okay, this is like beyond me. I'm getting ready to uninstall it. And then 
I just go off because you have the freedom to go off and do whatever you want. So I don't necessarily have to fight a specific boss if I don't really want to. Like you can skip past like a lot of shit if you don't want to do it. I found a way to skip past all of Stormdale Castle on accident. Yeah. So I guess my 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 feelings on this, like I I think it's a it's a very interesting game. I think it'd be fun. This is my first um, from soft game with since they've started doing the um, Demon Souls and um, everything. All, the whole franchise has followed that with Dark Souls and everything forth. Um, I will say I, I get the merit of like boss battling and having fun and like trying to grind to get the fight everyone, but like I so far don't understand why so many um, outlets are making this a masterpiece and like radiant top game ever. Um, Graphically, I, I know that's not everything. I don't think it's it's anything super special. Mechanically, I feel like there's enough clipping and issues with frame rate and gameplay that I'm surprised that people are raving so much about that as well. And on top of that, there's so many connection connection issues as well. Um, from a lot of the sources I'm seeing, the PC versions even more frustrating. The Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5 versions are the better versions to play right now. The PC version, open world boss battles, you literally, your frames will freeze for like a second here and there. And that's just yeah. completely crucial to like, and that'll just fuck up I'm, your whole rhythm. I'm 100% confused how <laughs> this is getting like some of the highest ratings we've seen since Mario uh, Odyssey, almost basically. Overall. Or Zelda. Um, to get a stable frame rate, in this game, they recommend you on the PlayStation 5 download the PlayStation 4 version and play the PlayStation 4 version on the PlayStation 5 so you Jesus. have a steady frame rate. That's just so many fucking like holes to jump on through. the yeah. Xbox Series X. They're saying if you have VRR enabled on your uh, monitor, then you can get steady frame rates. Otherwise, I've, I've done boss battles, I haven't played a huge, tremendous part of this game like Dane has, but. I play boss battles and I've seen frame flickers all over. I've seen clipping where I'm getting hit through walls. I'm seeing clippings where I'm getting hit through the ground. A bunch of things that don't quite add up if you're really trying to focus on hitboxing and combat. Yeah, I've run into I ran into that in Stormville Castle, that like spider creature that's at the beginning of the game. One of those is running around Stormvale, and like I, I was like hiding behind like the edge of a door, out of like line of sight, and motherfucker still like rushed me, and just one shot at me like I've, through the wall. I've been hit through a fucking wall. Yeah, yeah, like, I've been I, hit through like. But, columns I, been, but stuff, I stand yeah. behind like a fucking tree or a pillar, and I don't get hit at all. And I'm like, this makes no sense, but fuck it. Yeah, like, uh, one of the, my buddies from work is playing it. He has it on his Xbox One because that's what his friends play on, and you can't cross-platform uh, multiplayer. He's like, I'm going to buy it for my PS5. He's like, because it's just it's a buggy mess. He's he's not having fun. I'm confused that um, Cyberpunk got shit on so much for almost these exact same issues of frame rate issues and stable. They're so unstable. Um, yeah. So it's very rare these on performance mode on the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X, it hits 60 frames a second. It mostly hovers between like 56 to like 40 frames a second. And I mean, I'm not a huge frames a second guy. And to me, it's very noticeable when you're fighting a large boss in the open world that your frames are stuttering like a motherfucker. I can't yeah. imagine playing this on a PlayStation 4 or Xbox One 
and not having a terrible experience. And I've only read terrible experience in the PC version, no matter how good your system is, that people are having very similar issues. And there's been uh, bigger issues with system crashing on the PC versions. The um, Xbox Series X and PlayStation ones are at least stable, that they don't crash and the frames don't freeze. They just drop frames. Yeah. See, I'm going to have, I have a, on my monitor, I just bought, I have a frame rate counter on my game mode. I'm going to have to turn that on and do like an open world boss fight and see if it drops down any. Um, it will, depending on what you have. If you have VRR on it, it might compensate for it. Um, but yeah, most games anymore have frame rate counters. And then the PC versions always have that you can turn that on. Um, most monitors will turn that on for you as well. Uh, it's just, it's surprising to me that it's getting nothing but positive reviews. I almost like wonder if the only the Dark Soul community reviewed the game and then get someone who's like a basic gamer to review this game because it's hard to find anyone who's rated this game literally under like an 85. I've found oh, yeah. one review of someone actually going through for thought is like their kind of thing at the end. And it's like avoid purchasing this on the PC version of Elder Ring until more stable versions are available. Elder Ring feels limitless the way players can approach the world and make it each play feel play through feel unique. The connectivity issues along with um, alongside the way multiplayer scales aren't favorable towards those looking to play with friends. I experienced it, the instance of the game crashing during the character creation after the 1.02 patch. Elder Ring's um, performance better on the PlayStation 5 and doesn't suffer from crashes consistently frame drops like the pc version does um this is the version i'd recommend and people are recommending you play it on series x or playstation 5 right now and that's only i mean all the consoles sold that's possibly like look at maybe a market of 20 million if everyone wants to buy them from those consoles i know there's technically like 15 and like 12 million sold for each platform but like, let's be honest, not all those people are going to buy it. So you're looking at a niche market there with like, and then you have a market of possibly like probably a hundred million plus on PC that people are just saying, just don't buy this on there. It just doesn't function well. And then you have your old consoles so that people are saying, don't buy it on. See, I think just... one of the reasons that it's getting 10 out of 10s for everyone, as opposed to the difference in cyberpunk, was that the cyberpunk hype, they were promising it to be like a revolutionary game changing type of game. I think with this, everyone had a pretty consistent Soulsborne expectations for what From Software was going to put out. And I mean, it's it's that game. It is a definitely a Soulsborne From Software game, just bigger, like, just like a From Software game mixed with Breath of the Wild, basically. And if that was Breath of the Wild, it's the number one game ever. It's a pretty good combo to mix it up. Cyberpunk didn't deliver on all, like, so many promises. It was almost like Fable level of failed promises that he's never like my big thing is like i i watched ign's review on it like thursday afternoon or thursday evening or something like that and like i listened to their explanation for it being at 10 and i'm like some of this is just like what the game should already have you know like he said something about you know the sense of exploration well yeah it's an open world game if there's not a sense of exploration it's not open world it's not like of course it has yeah of course that has to be in and of course that's like a highlight but like 
why throw that in there? Like, you should just walk in knowing that's what it is. Yeah, it's like when you make a resume and you're like, I can count to five. Like, just keep all yeah. these dumb things that are like, just, yeah, it's just a flaw. Like, I feel, yeah, I feel like they, the dude that reviewed it just threw in a bunch of like buffer and it's like, just oh, to have positive filler. Yeah, like, oh, this is such a good game. Like, he should have just kept saying, oh, this is a great game. I love this game. I love this game. I love this game because he's just fucking goblin dick for Elden Ring. And I'm just, so I mean, I, I, have, I get, wait, so you're wait, so Pierce, you're mad that he didn't do what you usually do, and you just say this game is awesome without saying why. You're like mad he should have, he should have, he should have just done that. <laughs> like this game's awesome. Ten out of ten. Enough said. Mic drop. So yeah, I guess my 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 problems I'm having with this is this is a game that's essentially built on the promise of amazing gameplay, and there are technical issues that are limiting that gameplay. There are. There are a bunch of technical issues. Um, it, I, I will say I do pride it so far, everything I've seen and everything I've heard and read and watched, that it is an open world that you can pick kind of your direction to go and you are limitless other than your ability to beat things that are way overpowered for you, um, being able to go whatever direction you want. And like that's kind of like the magic of the original Legend of Zelda is like you could actually go through that game and hit any dungeon you wanted to in any order. It was easier to do it in a certain order, but there were, you were free to start Dungeon 8 if you wanted to, and you could make it through Dungeon 8 if you really worked your ass off um, and there. hit Dungeon 1 last. Elder Ring is opening that world of possibilities, open world, and like Breath of the Wild did tackle that again, where you could go and tack in any direction. Like if you wanted to at the beginning of Breath of the Wild, you could go straight to Ganon's castle and fight Ganon. It's, people have beat it doing that, it's next to impossible but you can't do it if you really want to and Elden Ring does open that world of possibility I just feel so far and I guess maybe there's more for me to hit but a game that's revered as like George R.R. R. Martin if you're going to get a giant writer attached to it like that like that it really kind of makes me puzzle why this is more of a environmental storytelling instead of a cinematic storytelling because yeah. I feel like if you're going to attach someone to that I don't think this and again, I haven't played the other Soul games, but I can't imagine this is telling that much more of a coherent story than previous Soul games um, it, because it seems like it's based more so on you coming across things in the environment and putting together the story piece by piece. It's not like you're picking up books and codex and reading the history of what's happening there. You get a few people here and there that tell you like what's going on, but, but there's, like, like, there's so not like giant cuts. There's no giant cut scenes that are like feeding you a story and progression through it. No. Oh, no. And I'll, I'll kill like 20 bosses in a row without a single cutscene being triggered or like any piece of information. It's just like collecting gear and souls. Yeah. Like it's, I mean, I, it definitely, it definitely should have been a very more story driven if you have that if level of writer. If you're yeah, going to get that level of writer, writer attached why, to it, like, I, I don't see why they brought him in. And three, like, not everyone not everyone has the time dedication and ability some people literally don't have the ability i understand that you want to make a high level of difficulty but why isn't there more accessibility for people is that like Mm -hmm. an issue i mean think of all the gamers who use it as like a point of pride it's like i think that's another reason why they rated it so high is it it appeals to their sense of hardcore gaming not everyone can do this thing that i've done like, Hell, there's a huge community right now that's against summons at all in the game because they feel like it's cheating. I feel like, like this I, don't, is, I don't believe summons was in the other games. I feel like this is going to be similar to like winning an Oscar. It's going to be a game that's like artsy and has like its own 
niche community and everyone's going to want to come watch it before the award show because they've heard so many good things but i don't think this game's for a large majority of the gaming population kind of like a lot of these movies that are getting nominated for oscars are like yeah like maybe like 10 percent of the people who actually watch it will actually give a shit about it and everyone will try to watch and like i got bored in the first 30 minutes i just turned it off yeah i mean i yeah that is true I mean, oh, that's, that's, that's good. No, the community for Elden Ring and Soulsborne games is so, I feel like, so finite and so small in the larger scope of gaming. Because, um, it, it, yeah, it takes a special breed to play something like this where you fucking just relentlessly get pummeled into the ground. Yeah, most people have, like, a half an hour a day to game. Yeah. You know, they got kids, they got shit up. They don't have time to sit down. Memorize yeah, the boss's pattern. Like it's memorize, an hour sometimes just to beat one boss. Yeah, I mean, memorize oh. like where enemies are on encounters and like remember everybody's attack set and like when they attack. And I don't have a problem with like having to memorize and beat these boss battles, but when there's not us, when there's progression loss, it, it yeah, yeah that that's like part of the game ma- play mechanic to some people but like to most people and this is like honestly could have been like the difference in like difficulty of heart like classic are like easy they could have just done where you don't lose progression every some time you die and yeah. like that makes the game even more accessible to people that are like hey i'm not being punished because i'm going out and exploring because you run into these cases almost like i do breath of wild where i don't want to use weapons because i think they'll break this game almost makes me not want to always explore because I don't want to lose my progression or I'm spinning my runes as quickly as I can get them just so I don't lose any progression. And like, am I able to save up for things I want? No, because it's, they, they fear monger you into a a certain gameplay and you rush into a building a direction that you might've not built if you actually took time to get the nose system a little bit more. Yeah. Cause I mean, it definitely, cause once you get a higher level to it, takes a lot more rooms to level up like one category so like i had like my nap i can i have to spend like four thousand rooms that's like 45 minutes of gameplay and if i die and i die on my way back then i gotta fucking start another 45 minutes over again this game on top Uh, of that doesn't respect your time and that's another problem i kind of have it costs like twenty five thousand rooms for yeah, and like, dude, you're gonna be grinding for hours. No, 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 no. no. When, you, when you advance on the map, the enemies give you even like the random guys. So I'm getting like three hundred. I'm getting like three hundred for like a two hit enemy. I mean, I've beat one enemy that's giving me about like three thousand runes just killing him, and okay. like I'm not that far into the game. I just just figured this out. There are regular enemies that will sometimes have glowing red eyes, and they give you like four to five times the amount of runes. It's similar to the um, the little skulls on the ground when they have glowing eyes, and they you can pick up the you golden rune and sell out. those for like two hundred a piece or something. Well, you can sell okay. them and you can use them. I, I did it. I tested the other night. Here's where I I got the exact same amount for selling them or using them. Yeah, I didn't try every single level because I didn't want to like. But I tried the first level and I got two hundred for selling them and using them. So you don't get any losses for doing either. So. No, yeah, because your rune is your currency. For buying shit and for we'll leveling just, up, so I, you might as well just keep one of your person and use them. Yeah, instead of They're, traveling to a merchant, that's just extra steps you don't need. Well, I don't even remember these until I'm at the merchant. I'm like, oh, I can sell these. Oh, let's. Yeah, that's the only time I look at my oh. inventory. Probably all of like one time 
whenever I, I play. I basically use them as like, because there's runes you don't lose basically if you die. Like that's you keep as many on your person as possible. That way you want to level up you can, because you don't lose them when you die. So it's kind of like just like a rune bank. I'm surprised yeah. there isn't storage that you can pocket your runes in the chest like you can weapons and other items. That mm-hmm. kind of puzzles me. Because like in other Souls games, you could like dump your souls into the bonfire yeah once you got to the bonfire and you could save yeah. them right yeah wait there's a you found a place to store your weapons and stuff in Elden Ring? Yeah, yeah they say you can store your stuff in the chest that when you go to the little save points mm-hmm. uh, well, i've At never encountered any like over encumbrance or like an inventory no text. it's it's not about like i don't know if it's about that i mean if you have something that's a really high level like why carry it on you if you want like something to save well, you it, you're not using yeah, you it don't, anymore you don't lose for like stuff. another playthrough or something because they do have new game plus so like maybe if you want to do you know a different build and you don't happen to praise the rng jesus and he doesn't give you you know the sword that you wanted and i don't game. know maybe the chest is saved between um plays if you have extra characters i i'm not i don't sure i think a lot of the weapons in the game that are like already plays don't have rng like it's the exact same thing for this chest i think the rng just affects when you're killing like regular enemies and their drops yeah i've gotten like full suits of armor from just killing the same guy over and over again from reloads because like there was this one guy onto a boss fight i would kill the same guy over and i eventually got an entire suit of his armor just from killing Mm -hmm. him like 30 times from traveling the same boss fight over and over again so I, I guess when I'm looking at the awards, do you? I know you're obsessed with the game and you love playing it. There's a lot of games that you're obsessed and you love playing. But do you think with the technical issues, along with the accessibility and the other flaws and like really attaching the George R. R. Martin to your game and all these other things, do you think the review community has rose tinted glasses when they're looking at and reviewing this game, and they're not taking this as critical? Because I feel like if other games had some of these like technical issues at launch they would take off some points they would take off some notes because i've had the only issue i've had that's even affected my gameplay was having to restart the client to initiate multiplayer after i got past that point you haven't had frame rate drops in open world i I don't care i don't care that literally doesn't affect my enjoyment of the game at all like how's that i'm not not even i'm not even how's that not affect you I'm not looking for it, but I can dying. tell I can tell my character's jagging across the screen when I'm trying to roll out of the way. Oh, I, How's that I not affect had, you? Because I haven't had that many issues with it. Like, seriously, my game has been almost a flawless playthrough. Like, almost all the things have been pissing me off were my own fault, not, like, being um, disciplined in my, like, attack patterns. I'm, I'm having a fucking fantastic time. So, uh, so what would you rate it? What's the rating you'd give it? Oh, it's a it's a ten out of ten. So uh, I have heard if I had critics. issues, if I had if I had a past console, probably like a nine. Like if I had a current gen, probably. I have had I've had her heard critics who didn't actually review, but they work in like the game industry say, Dark Souls are getting kind of that cult following Nintendo games are getting. They're getting passes for a lot of things other games wouldn't if they launched with this problem or this problem or this problem. Oh, for sure, they take a whole point that. off. And like I mean, at this point, the like the tens a little bit much, and a that it's so widely renowned with as many issues as was launching with with on the PlayStation Four, on the Xbox One, on the PlayStation Five, and in the Xbox Series X. So like you can't get this freight stable frame rates, and that's what this game's kind of built on. And the PC version, uh, people are saying like avoid it right now. 
I'm actually shocked that the PC is the worst version of that seems to not. So FromSoft's never been time. good at um, basically getting their games to run flawlessly. Techn their tech's always been kind of bad frame rate, rate wise from what I understand. And the PC versions have always been some of the worst culprits in that. Hmm. No, uh, this game gives me a lot of like Morrowind vibes in a case that just drops you in the middle of the game without much explanation of not only the game, but the game mechanics. And there are so many things that if you, you can finish the game by just like literally hacking your way all the way through, same with Morrowind, but there's such a deeper part of the game to unlock. You just have to play and want to discover so what deeper part of the game other than hacking and slashing through there is there for Oh, yeah. like crafting, magic, you know, incantations. Um, I've unlocked this thing. It's called like the golden sewing needle where I can um, upgrade demigod attire, which I have not found a single piece of. Hmm. Uh, I, just feel like, I feel like it's one of those games that you can run through and beat the main boss if you wanted to within, you know, 20, 30 hours. But you can also play like 200 hours and discover this massively different part of the game that not everyone else is experiencing. I like I like that. I think the most and knowing that my experience and playthrough is vastly different than anyone else's because I made all of these different branching choices. And from the masses of uh, reviews I've read over the years of how many times people basically ping scores based on performance issues, it blows me away that there are so many widespread performance issues and like. I'm not one who usually even bitches about it, but like I know I was having one boss fight where I know I died a few times because of watching the frames like just drop as I'm trying to watch the frames come and I'm trying to roll out of the way. And I'm like, well, that was kind of shit. Mm. Every time I've died, I've been mad. I've not been like, I've never thought it was like the performance with the frame rates like throwing me off and just playing myself, but that's Dane the Rain style, baby. <laughs> self-deprecating well he he, right. he he does play um knights of the old republic and morrowind over and over and over and those games do run jagged as fuck so um, his, 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 his expectations playing. of jagged running video games is quite there yeah he lives in jagged rundown video games pierce anything you want to say two minutes left before we start our next segment uh i think you guys really we think we really covered all the really big hits of it i mean the problems I had with it was, you know, I would run into some random bullshit deaths. And then the biggest thing was the multiplayer. Uh, I couldn't do multiplayer until like, what, like Saturday or Sunday. And like the, the multiplayer client was completely down for um, consoles for the most part. From what I understand, they had like a lot, uh, hot quick fix for it. Mm. But yeah, I, you know, I, I couldn't do anything. Like uh, Dane's like, oh, I just had some guy help me. And I'm like, I haven't fucking gotten any help like, from anybody. And then I ended up, it did, it did, it did work. Then I helped your speed up boss. Yeah, after I restarted my client and then multiplayer log, finally let me log in and shit. I mean, I did the same thing today when I got on because I just did quick resuming and mm -hmm. the, saying the multiplayer yep. server wasn't working. I just restarted. I'm enjoying myself so far. I'm just not convinced for me it's a 10 at this point i think no. right now i'm between an eight and a nine and i maybe i'll play it more and i'll enjoy it more i time will tell no i definitely it's i wouldn't give it a masterpiece rating personally um so we're going to go on a quick commercial break and our commercial break is brought to you by um 
poor dads that are stuck in the basement because no one loves them. No, I chose to be down here. I didn't go pee. Hey, everyone. Uh, welcome back to the X-Playbox station, episode 32. And I do want to say I am enjoying my time with Elder Ring. I'm just surprised that it's getting crazy, only good reviews with like, also everyone talking about a lot of technical issues. Um, I've had some very fun, rewarding experiences, like battling some of those bosses. And when you do defeat them, it does feel fucking amazing though. So I, I get the high of the play too. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a bunch of lows, but the highs definitely feel super rewarding. Um, when I beat the tree sentinel, like Dane beat the tree sentinel and he just was like, fuck it. I'm going to bed. Like finish on a high note before I get my shit beat in anymore. Yeah. And I just, I do the same thing. I'm like, yeah, fuck this. I'm, I'm done. I'm good. I tried. Yeah. I try to be the boss every night before I go to bed. Just so I yeah. go to bed, like just all smiling. Feel happy. Good. Yeah. I'm not going to bed. Like, defeated little loser fuck that <laughs> could have been on, defeated every day on top of that i i am looking forward to seeing if my love for this game grows and if like um i was just pointing out other people's issues like like cyberpunk i didn't really experience a lot of those issues i've experienced slight hiccups with frame rates but like overall i've had a pretty good experience i'm surprised the game doesn't look just that much prettier i was really expecting that too it looks really good but it definitely it, it looks it very like last gen. You can still. tell. You can tell it was built for last gen. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't run for yeah, shit on last gen. I'm, it doesn't I'm make excited any sense. for this era to be done of the making games. Like for, they just need to stop already. Consoles, yeah. But um, it's over. So, to, cons, kind of bringing us to our next topic, console development is taking longer. Um, I like a lot of games are taking somewhere between like three to five years of development time. You look at like God of War it released in 2018 and they're hoping to release the next God of War this year. Um, Horizon Zero Over Dawn was released in 2017 and it finally released a new one after five years. Um, so if we look at development timelines, um, we look at Bethesda proper right now, they're hopefully by the end of the year going to release Starfield. And then once they release Starfield, they'll be working on Elder Scrolls Six. And that's probably going to take them another, because what was it? Fallout 4 was their last proper release. They did Fallout 76 and some side projects. That yeah. was, what, 2017 as well? Mm-hmm. I might be a little bit off on that. So that took them quite some time, at least five years plus years to get Starfield out with their new engine. And Elder Scrolls 6, I mean, that's, that's, gonna pro- be- that's probably at least 2006, 2026. Yeah, I would say probably close to like 2030, honestly. So the yeah, next fa- the sorry. next proper Fallout, Fallout 5, do we see that coming in 2030 then? Maybe. Like maybe in that 2030 like era. And when was the last? Unless they have a new IP. That's going to be over 10 years before we see Fallout 4 to Fallout 5. I mean, it's been fucking how many years since we've seen Elder Scrolls? Two thousand eleven. Yeah. It's been exactly ten years as of November. Yeah, 11, like eleven, eleven, eleven. How many eleven years? So, yeah. obviously, 11, these 11. games are taking way longer than they used to because in the three sixty generation, we got two Elder Scrolls, we got zero last generation, mm-hmm. we got one Fallout, we got 
two fallouts in the 360 generation and PlayStation 3 generation, these games development games are going even longer. So how can we fix this from our longer wait for these games in between and still remaining the same quality that we're anticipating? And so there's what, if we knew the answer to that, we'd be getting paid a shitload of money. Well, <laughs> there is currently talks with Microsoft and Obsidian to try to remedy this because Obsidian's been one of the few developers in the last probably like five years that have shown they can still push out quality in a quick turnaround time. With they've done, um, what was their oh, Worlds? Grounded? No, was their game before Outer World? Internal uh, game before Outer World. Grounded, right? That was no. before. Then it was that's after. No, was that after? I don't know. I, can't I, I am looking at. Good thing we have this long pause. <laughs> I, I'm I'm sorry, but so uh, Pillars of Eternity. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. So they knocked out Pillars of Eternity in 2015. They had Pillars of Eternity two in 2018. 2019 they had Outer Worlds. They got they released the beta for Grounded in 2020. They possibly have a Valve coming out in 2023. It's looking like, and they're getting ready to release Grounded, um, the full release of Grounded this year in 2022. Yeah, they, so they fucking slamming shut the door. They're showing that they're able to push out quality currently. And they also have, so in development right now, they have the full release of Grounded. They have the full release of Avowed coming out and the full release of Outer Worlds. And they've been able to release a game like about every two to three years with quality. They're not garbage games. No, Grounded's so, really fun for even being in beta. It's still a really fun game. So currently they are in talks with Microsoft early talks right now with Microsoft of doing a sequel like to fallout new Vegas too. not obviously they wouldn't do new Vegas, but they are in talks currently of doing a fallout offshoot sequel. That'd be good. I mean, they got a bunch of mod support so they could, if they fucking hire some of these modders that still fucking mod the shit out of fallout new Vegas. But I probably build a pretty decent game. So, I mean, their Outer World 2, I I would see it's probably going to be out in 2024. Their Valve's going to be out in 2023, and Grounded's going to be out in 2022. If they add two more years of that, we could maybe even get a Fallout sequel if Microsoft greenlights this, because now they own Bethesda and Obsidian. Would they greenlight this and we'd get possibly a Fallout in 2026? And that would push us up four more years than we thought our Fallout was going to come out. At least uh, at the start like of this conversation, another, yeah. At least another like middle ground fallout. Well, and most people, yeah, we got, yeah, we got like a New Vegas two like type game from Obsidian. Like, I mean, yeah. I love New Vegas more than like Fallout three and four. People review yeah. Fallout New Vegas as the best Fallout game ever. Yeah, it's fucking. It's one right. of the best. It had ones. factions. I, I it had branching storylines that actually mattered, and your choices mm-hmm. affect you. You could actually go through. It's one of the few games you could go through and kill every NPC. And still beat the game. Yeah. Yeah, they know how to make a game. Like, I, that's one thing I hate oh, about, like, Skyrim. Like, there's NPCs you can't kill. Like, they just, you know, go down and get back up. Like, I love, like, in Morrowind, you can kill anybody. And the game, like, tactics just pop up. It was like, you've severed the threads of prophecy. You can't finish the game. We can keep playing if you fucking want to. 
And New Vegas will do that. They'll say you can't finish this mission. You've killed someone important uh, part of it. This mission has failed or it's over now. And yeah. but you can kill them. They're not going to stop you from making those choices. And I yeah. remember making my choices with the faction and we went had a huge bloodbath at the dam, the Hoover Dam and we just like I murdered half a fucking city in a decision I made. I mean, even in even in Outer Worlds you can kill anybody and it'll affect the fucking story. I mean, like the first town you go to when you playing, you can literally walk in and kill the like mayor of that little fucking canning town, and just bypass that entire quest line. So really, what I was driving for here, if we're counting on proper Bethesda with um, Pete Hines working on Fallout, it looks like we're going to be waiting at least eight more years minimum. Um, there is a possibility of conversation going on with Obsidian of this being cut down by half the time. That'd be good. So your solution is just outsourcing? Yeah. Well, I mean, this studio... They got the body This is it. technically the studio that created um, Fallout. <laughs> they they created Fallout 1, 2. That's, that's true. And they sold the rights to Bethesda, and Bethesda made the first one with 3, and then they were allowed to make a, a shoot-off option. I mean, obviously, I would prefer it wasn't actually New Vegas 2. I don't want to well, uh, there's never been a Fallout that's revisited the same city twice. Yeah. Uh, I think well, obviously just because that's the phrase that keeps getting thrown around on the internet. It's it's, 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 it's the phrase because it's the easier thing to wrap your head around Obsidian's version of Fallout, the last one they had. Yeah, yeah because they aren't allowed to make does. a proper numbered Fallout at this point. Fuck, I like Kotor too more than I like Kotor. I mean, they could have done. They could just do a, I don't know, a Pacific Northwest Fallout or something. Fallout Pacific Northwest NPC Ohio. Yeah, Don't Fallout Columbus. Yeah. Pittsburgh didn't go super great, so. <laughs> the bit. Anyways, um, just I thought that was interesting news that there are official talks going between Microsoft and Obsidian as a possibility of working on this next. Um, and avows and pillars of attorney um, universe. So it'll be interesting to see them bump around to different universes as well. Um, another piece of news that came out this um today actually is game pass there are announcements for march that were not expected and the announcement is guardians of the galaxy is a surprise game pass drop on march 10th damn things oh, are yeah. lit up so yeah, for, guardians of the galaxy is so for anyone who was a sucker and wasted their money on it i feel bad for i lingered over the purchase button multiple times and this makes me I finally caved and played it, and it was worth it. It was most definitely worth the purchase. Yeah, that's that's a huge crack for Game Pass. So, hey, everyone gets to save a little money if they were thinking about buying this. I actually thought about buying it digitally because I heard great things, and around Black Friday, it was like $20 digitally, and I decided not to buy it, and this works out perfectly for having some patience when it comes to purchasing games, and the, the great Lord Phil Spencer delivers on Game Pass. I mean, my Black Friday purchase was Chivalry too, and I'm very happy with that. So that turned out to be okay. Yeah, that's I ended up paying full price basically because I bought it for beers too. <laughs> <laughs> I basically paid full price for one. Okay. I I just like the value we're getting in this, and we're seeing that Ubisoft and Microsoft relations of that they're trying to bring Ubisoft Plus to the Xbox platform, and we're seeing that relationship going forward where they're actually giving some of these i some of these games to Game Pass. This is the second 
I guess this is the second game. There was one in January and one now in March. If I get a cadence of every other month, a game pass game from Ubisoft, that's like a somewhat in the last year release. Mm-hmm. I'm down for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah just I mean, even, day, even day and date releases would be fucking just as good. I mean, they did one day and date release. I don't see yeah. them doing another one. Ubisoft kind of owes it to their shareholders a little bit to make some of that money back, depending on how I much mean, they're selling. I wouldn't do it with every single one, but... I, I will say another surprise on that Game Pass launch was um, Flight Simulator is now going to cloud so people can play Flight Simulator on their phones, Xbox Ones, and tablets, and PCs without having the proper hardware to play it. Might be super fucking buggy, but it's going to be worth it. So it could be laggy. Buggy wouldn't be the word I'd laggy, use. Laggy, yeah. Laggy. <laughs> it's running on a basically a server blade that has an Xbox Series X built into it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, the lo- the loads take a little bit longer. Um, it's a lot actually shorter on my Series X than it was on my PC. So any other hopes for the next... Um, Ubisoft drop in like let's say May. I don't know. Uh, maybe like an Assassin's Creed. My hope would be that um, Phoenix game, the Felix Phoenix game. Yeah. I would play that if it dropped on Game Pass. I I thought about buying it, but I was like, uh, I, I got that on a I got maybe that on a super deep sale. Maybe it'll be a Gamester Gold. You bought that when it first came out. What do you mean you got it on a deep sale? No, I didn't. I waited to buy that. Okay. I waited until like the Black Friday sale to get in and it was like fucking twenty dollars. Okay. I don't even know what game you're fucking talking about. It's Felix the Phoenix. Felix Phoenix, yeah. <laughs> All right. It was like their first new IP they flashed or like released in a really long yeah, time. Yeah, Phoenix. It's it's Assassin's Creed mixed with like uh like Borderlands humor, sort of Assassin's Creedy. And like Breath of the Wild, just like mashed together. It's basically grief mythology of like beating the shit out of people, um, um, but cartoony. Um, mm-hmm. One thing that also was really interesting: the CEO of Ubisoft came out and said, "We, because there's a lot of questions. Are you up for purchase? Are you up for purchase? Because everyone's like, who's next, kind of thing." And Ubisoft CEO said, "We are currently not like seeking out to sell anything, but if obviously if there's a sell that came up, it'd be I'd have to like look at what's the best interest of the company." And everyone's saying like, "Well, he's not saying no. He's not saying no." Well, a lot. One thing that people don't understand about these acquisitions is like when it comes up to the CEO, if someone offers you enough money, you legally can't just say no because you don't want to like lose your control of the company. Because laws are you have to do what's best interest of the stakeholders. So if the offer is good enough and you say no, you can you're legally liable because you're not acting in the best interest of the stakeholders and you're losing them money that you can actually be liable for basically just saying no of your own, I guess, hubris. Like a fiduciary responsibility to the shareholders. It, it, you do have fiduciary responsibility and a lot of people don't understand that. So they're twisting this man's words. And then talking about fiduciary responsibilities of to stakeholders is there's a group of people who are trying to make a class action lawsuit against Activision to the sale of the Activision to Microsoft. And I've read through some of this lawsuit and there is some merit on it. 
Um, basically, the merit is that they don't think this is in the best interest of the stakeholders. And the second part of this lawsuit that I really thought Ashley had a little bit of grounds, theirs is basically a golden parachute to the executives have ran Activision in the ground of let a lot of this toxic um, culture run rampant in the company that they are basically going to make it out like bandits and not be held accountable for their poor actions as acting executives during all these sexual harassment lawsuits. I mean, do you, do you expect it to actually have any ability to slow down a sale or even change aspects of the sale? Or do you think it'll just be another button? So I think it could possibly change aspects of the sale, but like, I don't see the their first merit of it not being the best interest of the stockholders because at the point of sale, Microsoft was um, buying each stock outright two times the current value of the share because the share dropped like 45 and they're basically paying $90 per share. So you can't argue that it wasn't in the best interest of the shareholders. And the stock has gone up since then, but that's because of the acquisition. I do see there being merit on the parachute and I could see that changing Microsoft's outlook of how they're going to handle this. Um, I don't know what kind of paperwork's in there, but like I, it would be justice if they honestly took the golden parachutes out of the executives and they didn't make out like bandits and they basically cut them off a did, lot of the, did you they were able the, to work, step over the contract works that they have there. Like the person who's initiating the lawsuit, what do they want out of it? Just for the sale not go through? Like what, what is their end game? Like their end game is to stop the sale. I think their end game is to basically have a financial future in their stuff because currently they will not have a stake anymore. Once the sale goes through, they'll just be paid out. And I think they want to still have a stake Some in money. a company and control in a company and possibility of growth of that company. Makes and sense. I think they also don't think it's fair that these executives are basically getting off scot-free <laughs> for like running that company in the ground. Yeah. So just fucking take your payout and buy some goddamn Microsoft stock. Let's see. Um, it'll be be because there's a lot of issues with uh, systemic executive issues and Blizzard and Activision as a whole. And it seems like that's just a like a huge work culture issue that's really starting to come out. Um, at least in these video game companies, because Ubisoft is having the same issues as well. That's why they're going to get bought next. <laughs> Microsoft just has like things that get hired at all these big video game companies. And they're, well, they just have, like, they're just like, hey, I got you sexually harassing me. It comes out and like 10 years later, Microsoft's been hiring these sleeper agents to go in and like sexually like harass yeah. people, then also just just paying they've the executives not to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Make the stock price come in guys. and buy it. Well, because it's like, hey, if you do nothing, we're going to buy your company and we're going to. You're gonna get a huge payout anyway. Yeah, we we can we can make it worth your while to just be ignorant to the whole fact that you're ignoring all your fucking responsibilities whatsoever legally mm-hmm. to do anything about this actionable issue. Well, <laughs> let's start that rumor. Game. So we need to start pumping up that rumor. Um, The last piece of news, like I have two more pieces and it's not, the one's not really not that interesting. Gran Turismo 7 is coming out. File size revealed it's over 100 gigabytes of RAM and that is over, the game size is close to a sixth of the uh, memory that is on a PlayStation 5. So 
it's just like downloading the all new Call of Duty. It's just gonna gonna have to uninstall all of your games just to play this one. Well, Call of Duty and Gran Turismo alone is going to Would take up like all of your space, forty percent of your space, of fifty percent. Um, unless yeah. you expand those hard drives. So if you want to, you can definitely drop the two to the $300 to expand your hard drive on those. Yeah. And that's yeah, what it's I, running towards. I'm glad I got that Seagate one terabyte expansion because I don't have to worry about this shit. But I don't think it... They shouldn't be required. Like, they need to fucking figure out a way to make these goddamn games. Fit. I don't know how they're going to do it. Just where this generation is, I'm blown away that no one's selling a two terabyte hard drive with the console. I, I like it's they should standard. be selling they should be selling yeah. a five hundred dollar unit and a five fifty dollar unit for like a two terabyte at the very minimum. Oh, for sure. I mean, and that'd be a steal too because you can't find it. I mean, a terabyte hard drive is fucking if you get a really good one, like Here, it's on like brand, ninety bucks, easy. Yeah. If you get lucky yeah, and you yeah. get a sell, you can maybe sneak out 170. Like I got a Toshima and that was like $39. That was on the low end of like well, hard I guess we're talking about external hard drives for next gen consoles that are actually you can play the well, next gen like games actual, off of. Yeah. Yeah. And the best bet is like find a sell and you can get a expandable PlayStation or Xbox One around one terabyte for 170 if you find a good sale. Yeah. Um, the next thing is, um, there is an update that's been pushed out over the last week or so that is reintegrating Twitch back into the Xbox dashboard. So Twitch is going to be easier to use on your Xbox, um, because apparently Microsoft ripped out a lot of the Twitch integration when they bought Mixer and then they crashed Mixer into a wall and it went down as a flaming piece of shit. Fucking our boy Ninja got fucked out of that too. I mean, I'm sure he got his contract paid out. I don't think oh, he got no, fucked. for sure. No, but like he like sold everything away and moved to Mixer and then Mixer fucking just plummeted and then Twitch didn't want him back. They're like, you fucking dick, you left us. Benedict Arnold, get out of here. Yeah, and I think now he's on YouTube, isn't he? I think now. Or is he back on Twitch? Oh, no. Honestly, I don't follow a lot of streamers. I don't really give them a lot of merit or care too much about them, to be personally honest. Well, no, but that was, like, big news. Uh, yeah, I, I, I remember it was big news when he signed to uh, Mixer. Mixer. I do not have a clue where the hell he went after that. He could have went to Facebook Gaming. He could have went to YouTube. He could have went to, back to Twitch. I I don't know. I thought he went to, like, Facebook or fucking YouTube. He could have. He could have done anything. He could have not be streaming anymore, for all I know dude beats cats man so um it's end of the podcast we probably have a good 20 minutes if you guys want to record or anything what are my time constraints looking like i i have topped the hour any fun stories you guys want to share of your experience with elder ring dude you've got you said that wrong so many times i just stopped counting i El- elder elden who the fuck is this shit you know what i'm talking about yes or no <laughs> lord of the elder rings Yes, uh, I understand. I know what you're talking about. So, like, so when when you're going to like, name a you're gonna um, when you're going people. to name a fantasy game so closely to like two different games with Elder Scrolls and Lord of the Rings, you kind of fucked yourself. I guess I'm gonna say what pissed me off this week. It's basically Lord of the Rings is all they ripped this game <laughs> off of. Let's yeah. be completely honest. They took a ring and smashed it into five pieces, and you have to put it together. Yeah. This sounds like fucking Game be- of Thrones. Is Gollum popped out of the ground yet for anyone? Yeah. 
Um, but like, you know, someone gave me like leave messages and shit. And I hate that every fucking time someone has a hidden path ahead. You know, if there's oh, a report yeah. that says liar, I'm like, oh, Can you put the mic closer to your face? Because it sounds like we're mostly hearing reverb off your wall. Sorry. <laughs> um, like, I fall for it every time. I have found oh, no, one I hidden too. path. I have found one hidden path. But there wasn't a marker. With, no, with no markers, yeah. Yeah, I just swung my sword for a thing and found a side of grace. No, I hate all the ones that they're like, try rolling. Try jumping off the edge. I so, try every time. And I'm like, this is so... And, like, they have, like, 23, like, positive reviews. And I'm like, why? You people are idiots. Like, how, long did it, how long did it take you guys to build up the courage to uh, jump down the hole for the tutorial? I uh, didn't. You just never fucking went I never did. I, I never told did. Him. I even I'm told a badass, him. dude. Because he I'm asked me a question, different. and I was like, well, go back to the tutorial and I'll teach you how to play. He's like, what tutorial? I'm so Pierce can't read is all we learned. I mean, I ran past it a little bit, and I was like, I didn't realize I was out in the world. I was like, oh, I gotta go back. I ran around the room, and I was like, this seems like the most secretive way to go. I'm going to just listen to this fucking skeleton. So yeah, Pierce is just out there fucking raw dog in this game. No instruction. <laughs> built different, dude. They I, like I, built I, different. I'm going to go on the liberty to say Pierce honestly just didn't have the attention span to actually read what the guy in the um, I, chair yeah, said because yeah, it didn't work. speak it I didn't even him. know there's a dude in a chair. I didn't even see – like, the first minute I picked up the game, like, I immediately stopped playing because, like, something happened and I had to, like, fucking hop off for a little so bit. I, I'm, just, I'm just I'm just guessing Pierce couldn't read what the guy said. To be ha, 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 I'm fucking illiterate. You're Isn't so that your joke? I'm funny. like Char- Charlie Day. I'm an illiterate one in the group. I can't read. Isn't that your whole spiel you give us all yeah, the time? Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> so me leaning into what you tell me constantly, is that a terrible thing? <laughs> no. It's truth. But truth hurts. <laughs> truth hurts, okay? So I'm sorry that I'm trying to tell the joke that you tell me constantly all the I know you time. don't you have beat feelings. The horse. You beat I know the horse you don't have it. feelings and feel feelings, but I do. Okay, Dennis? Jordan uh, feels a lot of things when you tell him what's doing Halo. <laughs> oh, God. I've never had Dane try to boss me around so much in my fucking life. Yeah, he's life. fucking Mac, dude. He's just out here bossing everybody around. I'm just shouting out things, trying to do like I've been, wanting, yelling. I've been, I've been wanting to. Yeah, I played Overwatch with Jordan. I've, I've been <laughs> wanting to tell. I don't yell at Dan. I tell him, like, hey, try this. No, no, no. no. And Jordan has never yelled at me in Overwatch. Yeah. I played but with I've Pierce last him, night. I've heard him flip the fuck out. I've, I've played with Pierce last night. Did I yell at you once? I think I once told you something you should try to do. Once. Yeah. The whole night. <laughs> but he did it in a very loud way. No, I was like, hey, Pierce, you should run in there and I'll, I'll, I'll power boost you. So my new thing I do is I offer out suggestions and I just have Gary and Jordan do whatever you want. And I think that right here, so. <laughs> I, um, no, oh, so I guess since, heads up, everybody, we're not doing a podcast next week because Jordan's going to be in Ireland. Oh, um, man. So Dane and I will be streaming. Um, Jordan, I'll, you should probably put the link in the description to the twitch of the podcast you guys send me links because that's yeah. the number one yeah, step gonna, no yeah i'm gonna send you, you a link for it hey jordan do this thing that i've given you i no was fucking I'm literally pulling it up on my phone right now hey guys do this thing focus. i haven't told you what fucking, no fucking focus pierce will we be playing elden ring on uh, the stream we'll be playing Probably playing some Elden Ring. We'll probably be playing some. Um, There's too much. Basic chivalry. Maybe who knows what we'll be playing. But Dane and I will be 
playing probably about eight o'clock my eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time Tuesday. Yeah. So tune can, in to our Twitch stream. Can I, box station. can I ask you a question? Why yes. is it called chivalry? Because you're being chivalrous and you're killing and dismembering yeah. people. Well, you chop their arms off. It's, it's not chivalrous to let them suffer. It is chivalrous. <laughs> no, but you leave them alive, so it's really not that chivalrous. I no, thought. I don't. Was it this week or last week you were telling people you were killing people with just headbutting the fuck out of people? Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah, was, that's that's my, super I'm, hard to do. Are you kidding me? Both my arms got cut off and like I'm just sitting here running around with no arms beating the shit out of dudes with my fucking no you got two head. kills with it. I did. It was pretty and fucking finished, impressive. finished the match with no arms. Hey, yeah. Pierce, have you started calling Dan the um, maidenless? Yeah. No. I'm going to though. Dude, the other day, I introduced myself. They're like, Dane, like Dane Cook? I said, no, Dane, like Rain. Dane, like Rain, I, I hated it. I hated it when I said that. It's the first <laughs> fucking thing that came to my head. I was like, I was Dane, like Rain. Dane, like Dane, baby. I'm glad I finally broke him. Um, so yeah, Dane's next introduction, can I call him the maidenless? Yes, you should. I heard, I heard that's a big, big way to pwn people and uh, the oh, whole yeah, El- Elden Ring world. That. That don't hurt you a pussy. You also got no bitches. You ain't got no bitches. <laughs> you ain't got no bitches. They call me Mr. Bitches. They don't so, call you shit. Jordan thinks just because he hasn't been locked in a cage, he has bitches. But yeah, the, they can't get away. I mean, technically, he has them because they're trapped in cages. I mean, he's got them, but like, I, I can put you on voluntarily. They yeah, that's why you're made. Well, they volunteer. Pierce put a baby in one to keep her around. The trap. Yeah. I put one in no, a cage to keep her me. around. She and let's let's pretend like someone wanted this to trap is, here. So this is my just cage. For, to make him feel better. He, he, to make yeah, him feel I, better. I keep letting him get away. That's my fault. And three. Yeah. Dane's not. Dane's. He's always high, so he's super slow on the. So, <laughs> just like. Where are you going, oh, baby? Are you running? Like, where are you, where are you running away? Is anyone else worried about how much this little girl asked you to touch her? What? What? The, 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 and Elden Ring, the girl's like, <laughs> the Elden Ring, the entire time, the girl's like, just touch me a moment and I'll take you there. Just touch me. And she reaches okay. out her hand and you touch her and you disappear places. Oh, you think it's weird that you have to touch her to act? No, no. I think it's she, weird how I she's like, just touch me. I think it's weird that we don't get to see like what happens when she's taking us these places. Is she like roofing us? Or, or how come she's not like, touch my hand. She's just like, touch me. You like keep picking hands. Like, Fuck, I hand again. It's not going to See, this uh, girl keeps touching asking you to touch her. You can lay, you can lay, somebody, you'll, some lady would just let you lay in her lap like her child. Oh, yeah, yeah. Once yeah, they yeah. take super you to the, the maiden area. Yeah, it's and super she gives you fucking a boost, awkward. Like a 20% yeah, boost. Yeah, it's so awkward. Dude, She's like, I was, you can lay on me anytime you want. And I'm like, I don't want to watch this dude just like curl up onto you and just like get caressed. And then just, go out, the just go out and just fucking get a nice hug. Dude. <laughs> Dane's missing his mom a little bit too much. Did, did anyone like, also find a problem with she offered to be your maiden and then like three campfires later, three campfires later is like, oh, I didn't try. I didn't really believe in you before, but now I do. Let me take <laughs> you to this one new place. Touch me again. I'm like, bitch, you already just told me you didn't tr- believe in me. Why the fuck am I going to believe in you now? <laughs> she also lies to you and said she's not a maiden. So I haven't got there. Spoiler alert, dick. <laughs> I think she tells you like 
the second bonfire you talked to her at. No, like the second time she like actually sits down and talks to you, she takes you to that place where the late you can lay your head on the lady's lap and she strokes you off. Wait, so George, you can't go to that place? Yeah. Damn, he was progressing on that fashion. It took Pierce like 15 hours. Uh, Dude, because I was just running around like exploring. Three, it took me three and a half, and I explored the whole beach. I went down to a goblin cave, realized that I needed to have some kind of light source, so I only killed a few things down there and came back up. Went through, killed a giant guy with a sword I sent you a video of, went up all the way up to the castle walkway, um, died at the big dude with the tail, and then decided I'm going to come all the way back down, kill everything, and that's all I am. Oh, wait, that's right. When you get to Stormhill Castle, you can literally go right in the gate, can't you? Yeah, I was just yeah. killed everything on my way up. Oh, yeah, I killed, yeah. I killed the giant guy with the sword and killed all the fucking army dudes all, the whole way up. Shit. Yeah, I, I went completely different. I let no one tell me where to go. I just murder everything I see. I murder. Just kill. Kill I will say, till I got to the point where I had to walk through the mist and fight the guy on the bridge, I'm like. Everyone's bitching about how this game's so hard. I was like, I've killed everything so far. Everyone's like saying, I haven't killed anything yet. I haven't killed anything yet. And I'm like, there's not been a thing that I've killed like these weird blobs on the beach. I've killed golems. I've killed knights. I've killed these giant dude trolls with swords. Like, yeah, but I was a rat. I was running around with a fucking club naked. Like, the beginning game for me was not easy. It took a long time for me to like, acquire gear. Yeah, I'm confused because like just running up to that castle, I got like all new armor and all new swords and weapons. I'm like, how's Dane this far into it and not getting this new shit? I was being dumb and going off the beaten path hoping to find like better gear. But if I just stayed on like literally the straight path north, I would have found like I do like how the goblins are like every other goblin in any other video game where you kill one and they all scatter and then they slowly work their way back. Yeah, Yeah, they're like, uh maybe we can't fight this guy and they're like, Oh wait, yeah, we can't. No, I do like there's different ways to approach every fight. Like, I'll aggro like a big boss, get them near another giant creature, and like have their attacks damage each other. I just run around the circle and keep dodging. Yeah, there's this little goblin goblin cave along the um, beach that was too dark. And then there's this dude, big night guy, and you could like sneak up on him, like stab him in the back, take out like half his health, and then just like fight him. But if you just fight him by himself, he's like just beats the living piss out of you. I don't think I've found this goblin cave on the beach yet either. So. Oh, there's this goblin cave with no light. You have, I think you have to buy a torch. I haven't bought one yet from the merchant to go back and check it out. A torch that I essentially bought a lantern that you could just put on your hip so it blows your hands so we can use for weapons. Uh, Did you, you know. figure out how to use it? Goblins yeah, are that hard. I found it too. I love it. They give you no direction whatsoever. Like, here's a flint stone. Here's a flint thing. Here's oh. a finger. Oh, Dude, I just yeah. got something other today. And it popped up, and I tried to find it in my inventory to like find the description of it. I couldn't even find it in my fucking inventory. <laughs> and like, so it's like, so fuck fucking for what did I just do? Your quick menu is so convoluted how to even get stuff into that. And then they have these random poses that you really can't do unless you hit the start menu and hit over. And I'm like, why are you giving me all this shit? Apparently, like the poses, like if you do it on certain spots, you can unlock things. But I haven't been able to pull. Yeah, off like the they're like puzzle shit. Yeah, but like, there's not even a hint of the puzzles even there. Like. It's, there's so much in this game that's like under the surface. Like it's, it's like the iceberg metaphor. Like so basically, you just need a data mine and figure out random bullshit, then try to pull it off. Well, like even for like side quests and shit, there's no trackers or anything. Like it's all no. just like you oh, have I'm to supposed remember. to go meet this lady's dad at some castle. I don't remember what the name of the castle is. And like they don't even know. They, she tells you it's south, 
There is the creepy woman with uh, spiders that all of her friends die, and she gives you one thing, the jellyfish, and I'm like... Oh, yeah, I got the jellyfish. Uh, the creepy old lady sounds like one type of she, she seemed like a creepy young lady, so not well, probably young enough for you. Uh, I like old, I like old. She's also not a cat. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyways, we have three minutes left. Who wants to sign us off and tell us their last bit of garbage or stuff uh, they want to share? I'll give it to Dane. Dane's put more gameplay yeah. in this week. Dane, you tell us a fun story in the next three minutes and sign us off. Go for it. A fun story about the game I just spent 45 minutes talking about? I mean, you said you wanted to be a stage performer, like a clown or something, so go for it. (laughs) Uh, I do appreciate seeing, like, the community uploads of all your character creations. Like, I I don't spend that much time on it, but I get a huge kick out of, like, watching people pick, like, Danny DeVito characters and, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's funny. So I, I like the community aspect of the game that's bringing everyone together and, like, finding new ways to beat the game and, like, discover stuff. I really like it. I like that everyone's positive for the most part, except for you. <laughs> Fucking Debbie Downer, Dane. I'm, I'm skeptic. Jordan. I'm skeptically optimistic. That's, that's it. That's a passive phrase. That's, that's what it is. That's what it be. All right, everybody. This is Dane the Rain saying thanks for tuning in to X-Play Box Station. We'll see you next Tuesday on Twitch. Peace out, everyone. Bye-bye. Game over.